Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's wonderful to have your company. My name is Tony Nichols, and this is the podcast that aims to educate you on media to help take your profile to the next level. Now, why is it that you never get in the press? Every press release is not responded to, every pitch is ignored. You've given up on the media. You only blog, you only use social, you only do digital marketing, and you actually think, well, media is dead. There's no point using media at all to grow my brand because it's impossible. So why do you have that mindset? There's lots of reasons. So let me break it apart for you. And I want to fundamentally just debunk that myth. The press is there as an incredible stakeholder for you to put your brand on steroids, but you're using it the wrong way. Primarily what you're doing is that you're fronting up to the press and you're trying to sell yourself. So you're trying to sell your product. You're trying to sell the event that you've got coming up. You're really trying to do marketing in the PR space. And that's why it's not working for you at all. And hence you've given up and it's all digital and it's all social and you just think media is shit, so you just don't bother. So the clients that we work with and the broader world that we're educating is starting to understand that PR and marketing are very different. And in fact, there's huge platforms that you can jump on to promote your brand, but you do need to put selling in the corner for now. So there is limitless media available to you if you present yourself as what we call an industry leader in the media. So to sell is to repel. If you're on the phone to the AFR and it's a prize publication, it's got millions of eyeballs on it when it comes to ASX-listed business press, you really just want to sell your new business, your new service, your new fund, et cetera, et cetera. When you make that call to the journos with that mindset, you're not going to get anywhere. But when you make that call to the journos, forgetting selling, leaving that to your marketing guys, but thinking of yourself as an industry leader, and you start to talk to the journos about opportunities in the sector, problems in the sector, solutions you have in mind in the sector, now we're cooking with gas. Now you've got a journo's attention. Now you are on the precipice of getting a lot of media for your brand. So let me break it down for you a little bit further. Now, someone else actually, guys, that we're going to get onto the podcast, Catherine Valicia, uh, Valicia National Farms. Catherine is a wonderful example of someone who's had enormous brand growth, and I'm not going to take all credit for it, but she has been with us for a while. She's a firecracker. She's an entrepreneur. She's a leading female in agriculture. Now, she came to us interested in press. We took her on this industry leadership journey. At no point with any media have we ever done for Catherine have we talked about how great her veggies are, how competitively priced the veggies are. We've never sold anything in the PR that we've done for Catherine Valicia, but we've set her up as the spokesperson for raising the standards of the industry, providing incredible careers in agriculture, getting the tax incentives and tax cuts right for all farmers around the country. So PR squarely in our journey with Catherine has never been about selling anything. It's always been about helping raise the standards of the whole industry. So when we make phone calls on her behalf to place her as this young woman in agriculture that's making everything better and protecting workers, protecting the migrant workforce, providing opportunities for women, the media opportunities are actually endless. And guys, I remember her once ringing up saying, hey, enough media. She got so used to doing television media nonstop. Like if we ever sent her like a local publication opportunity, hey, this wasn't her caliber anymore, right? This approach of looking at your industry and standing up as its leader gets you limitless media. 
Now, the benefits in that is you end up on speed dial for the journos. You do get all the branding recognition. And ultimately, anyone in your sector looking for partners, looking for opportunities, will have you on their mind. They'll be Googling you and finding you. So see how we flip that around a little bit? So we start off with you. You've tried to be in the media so much. You're very envious of all these people that are always in the media. You've been unsuccessful, I'm predicting, because you're too busy selling yourself and you're not thinking of yourself as a figure in the industry that's determined to make the whole industry better. That's what the press is interested in. So make that mindset shift, adjust your pitching as a problem solver in your sector, and you're about to get tons of media and it's very exciting. So this is how you do it. You think about the whole sector that you're in, what problems are there in this sector, because you know media does have a negative lens. So let's just accept that. Let's not try to change that. If we want to be in the AFR and be in front of those millions of eyeballs, we're not going to change their business model. They have a negative lens, that's fine. So you identify problems for them in your sector, one problem. You've got very innovative solutions in mind for those problems that will help a lot of people. And then you've got a strong call to action as to how and why those solutions should be implemented, whether you're implementing them or not. Back to Catherine Valicia, I'll give you an example. Catherine was expanding into Country Vic, growing veggies, but she found herself growing veggies in the fruit bowl district. But there's water restrictions in those fruit bowl regions because water is scarce and limited. So we did some PR about the benefits of local council changing those water restrictions so the fruit bowls could become veggie bowls as well to create more jobs, grow, grow regional economies. It wouldn't have been more than one story. Local council's on the phone to her. We changed their laws. And water is available all year round as a result for Catherine Valicia and any other veggie growers in that region. So here we are. Catherine is an industry leader. She sees an opportunity to create more jobs and grow the regional economy. Just so happened to benefit her because she needs water for her veggie farms. And one story, would you believe, they changed that legislation. Crazy, right? The more typical way to do that media, which would not get you success, would be something like, we want to sell more veggies. And we deserve to because we're really good veggie growers, and, but we just need the water. That would get zero media. So we flicked it out into jobs, economy, regional growth. Not only does she get the media, we get the legislation changed, which I think is fantastic. I've got Emily Hurd, who produces the podcast with me now, smiling. We got a story up recently, didn't we, with News Corp and The Australian, and we stated the case for our disability clients that it was ridiculous the short lead time for disability workers to get the booster vaccine, right, the third vaccine. So we're in the disability sector. We identify the problem. Our call to action is, is to make that time frame longer. 48 hours, Andrew's government changes that rule. Can you believe that? Off of media, off of media story. So this is the power of media when you get it right. You actually achieve huge things. So you kind of thought that it was impossible to get into the media only because you were doing it the wrong way. When you adopt this approach, you actually get endless media. It puts your profile on steroids, but you actually achieve enormous things as well for your sector. It's real. You're not just being interviewed. You are changing legislation. You are growing your business. You are accessing more funds. It's got serious clout when you know how to play in this space. It's not hard to play in this space. You just have to follow these rules. Finally, I'll, I'll, I'll get out of your hair. Last thing you've got to do, follow all of that. But when you pull this yarn together that's industry-focused, there's problems, there's solutions, you've got calls to action, it can't just be you. 
bring case studies into the story. Now, case study is journo talk for people with lived experience of what you're talking about. So it can't just be you, the industry figure, or you, the industry aspirant. You identify the problems, just accept the negative lens and go with it. Identify the problems, have the solutions in mind, have a strong call to action, but bring in someone with lived experience in your sector. So if you're a tech entrepreneur, find me the young university aspiring tech entrepreneurs that will benefit from this call to action that you've got, because that's what's going to get you into the media when you're talking to the AFR. A serious problem, very innovative solution, innovative solution. People in third year tech at uni who can participate in the yarn and speak to it because what you're calling for will change their lives, the AFR are going to run that. They want the kids as the case studies. They want you because you're standing up as an industry leader. Then think about an industry partner that you can bring in a key body or something like that. That's called packaging a yarn. So that's no different to what every working journal is doing around the country in television news or television news predominantly, and and print journalism. We're packaging yarns. There's never one speaker. There's always two to three. They're the two to three ways that we look at it, and we happily have you on our programs when you're not selling, but you're looking to solve problems in your sector. Take care. That's all for now. See you next time.